Well, it's a stormy spring day here in Cape Town. The wind is blowing and uh, the rain is coming down and it's absolutely stunning. And uh, welcome to another episode of It's Not a Lecture, Just a Thought. And uh, today we're going to continue our conversation that we began last week about prophets and religious leaders. So that conversation with Alan is coming up next. Ellen, we, we were talking about uh, the role of the prophet and that these were people called by God to to help the nation to, to bring their present into a place where it would achieve God's desired future. You, you were talking to us a little bit about Amos and the plumb line. Now you want to continue with that? Right. Well, the plumb line is God's promised future. Now, let, let's dream a little bit, and I hope the listeners can dream with us. What do you think God's dream is for society? How do you think God would want society to operate? Can you imagine? Oh, gee, I, I can just imagine that God's future would be a place of, of, of great love and acceptance, of fairness, a place where no one has too much and no one has too little, where, where people are, are, are safe in one another's presence, where where there's no malicious competition, all of those kinds of things. Right. So let's take what you're saying about um, fairness. Um, again, from a, I can give a South African example. Where we are recording this is close to a place called Kailicha. Mm-hmm. And in Kailicha, at best, they have one toilet between five ha- households. Yeah. In another part of Cape Town, not far from where we are as well, there are some houses that have two or three toilets. What do you think the prophet would want to say? The prophet would want to say, redistribute the toilets. <laughs> there we go, redistribute the toilets. And we know that that is a matter of dignity. Mm. Did you know, Dion, that when there's only one toilet between five households, at night if you need to go to the toilet, you take your life in hand. Mm. You walk through dark little alleyways to get to the toilet. You be, you're very vulnerable. And sometimes so much crime and violence takes place there. I believe the prophets of the Old Testament would come and say, yes, we need more toilets here. We need more taps. We need more access to those resources. Now, Dion, that is very different to how prophets are often spoken about today. Yeah. You know, when I think about that, that is so, it, it's such a practical thing, so God-honoring, whereas very often when I hear prophecies today, they, they seem to be exactly the kinds of things that Amos and others were warning us about. They, t- they tend to be couched in religious language with promises of a world that will never come, you know. And often they promises of self-enrichment. Mm. And we need to hear this very carefully, that the prophets of the, of the Hebrew scriptures were prophets that spoke against self-enrichment and spoke about the common good. Mm. The sharing of a community and society as a whole. They spoke out so strongly against greed. You know, they said, some of you take one field and you buy the next field and the next field and the next field. And so they spoke out about becoming land barons mm. when there are some people who, who didn't have land at all. So. They see with eschatological eyes. They're present in the light of God's future. And they're not fortune tellers. They're not obsessed with the future. They place this plumb line. And here, 
here's what they do. They present a choice. Mm-hmm. And here's the choice. Build, finish that wall of society according to God's values of justice and gentleness and mercy, or be warned, you're going to self-destruct. Mm. And so the prophets always have that, that uh, attention. So... Now, I would love to give an illustration, if I can, about a prophet. Please. Have you ever walked past this empty field? You've walked past there every day. It's just an empty field. Nothing there. Maybe some rubble even (laughs) there. Litter. And then one day you walk past, and there's this big notice board. And this notice board has a color picture on it of a fancy block of flats. I've seen those. Have you seen those? (laughs) Or maybe a hotel. Yeah. A crystal clear blue pool, people looking very happy, trees. Yeah. And then notice, can you remember, in the left-hand corner, it says, coming soon. Coming soon, yeah. Then it says, buy now. Buy now. Off plan, first phase, now selling. Yes. Now, we know that if you buy off plan, Dion, you get a good deal. Sure. But there's risk. What happens if it doesn't come to fruition? Yeah, you lose your money. You lose your money. (laughs) So it's a bit of a risk. Now, that's what a prophet does. A prophet is like a social architect. The prophet says, this is coming. I know you've walked past here and it's just barren land with maybe rubbish around here. It doesn't look like anything's coming. But according to God's promised future, I want to tell you, the lion and the lamb, they're going to sit together. There's going to be enough for everyone. Dion, People are going to have houses and toilets and clean water. It's going to come because the word of God will not return mocked. Mm. Now, we've got a choice, Dion, to buy in before the building arrives. Mm. There's a risk. Some people will laugh at us. They'll say, you're crazy. That's never going to happen here. It's an empty field. But you and I trust the prophet. Why? Because we trust that it's the Lord speaking through the prophet. And we trust that, you know what? We actually look at this building that the prophet is speaking about, and we see God's dream. And we say we will give our life to working for God's dream, even if everyone else thinks we're crazy. Now, I want to say, Dion, it's God's dream that everyone has food to eat. Mm -hmm. I want to invite the listeners to give their life to work for God's dream, even though it looks impossible. Dion, I believe it's God's dream that we won't have guns in society. Don't you? Absolutely. Well, let's work for that dream now. I believe it's God's dream that everyone will have a house. Everyone will have a school to attend. Let's work. Let's honor the prophets and work for God's dream in society today. If you are stirred by this message and would like to get in touch with us, please send us a text to plus two seven seven eight two seven eight five three hundred. For more audio and information on this series, please visit www.mannerandmercy.org. So I found that to be such a wonderful conversation and insight into the nature and task and function of prophets in society. And of course, 
there is some relation between the prophetic tradition of the Hebrew Bible and those who live and speak for truth and justice and goodness in our world today. But we can also recognize that there are some persons who call themselves uh, prophets or prophetesses who... uh, who are doing exactly the opposite of fulfilling the will of God. And, and our task, I think, as Christians is to witness to the truth. And uh, so I hope you found today's episode meaningful and interesting. And um, as always, we'd love to hear from you. Just a reminder that the text number in the show uh, related to the original recordings that were done on radio and uh, that's no longer monitored. So if you'd like to be in contact with either Alan or I, then please find our contact details in the show notes. And uh, we look forward to being with you in the next episode.